You're now listening to Let's Talk Trees, a podcast brought to you by C4 and Acraft with me, Susan Onyango. This episode, to coincide with the International Day for Biodiversity 2021, will highlight how C4 Acraft's research on biodiversity of trees is central to resilient and productive forests, agroforestry, and other tree-based systems. Up to a million species are at risk of extinction in the next few decades, and that loss of biodiversity could lead to ecosystem collapse across much of the globe, with massive repercussions for human livelihoods. Yet, by drastically transforming the planet's landscapes, humans are directly contributing to biodiversity loss, pollution and climate change, along with the spread of zoonotic diseases such as COVID-19. Today, we are going to talk about the importance of biodiversity in efforts to restore agricultural land and forests. With us from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, is Abraham Abiyu, a senior researcher with C4 Aircraft. He is leading tree seed sourcing for the provision of adequate tree seed portfolio project. Abraham has more than 10 years of research, leadership and project management experience in the National Agricultural Research System of Ethiopia. He has worked in the areas of agroforestry, dendrochronology and tree improvement. And joining us from Nairobi, Kenya, is Sami Carson, a scientist with C4 Aircraft's tree research theme. His research interests include designing and implementing agricultural and agroforestry trials, conducting participatory tree domestication research, smallholder farming systems analysis, and developing training modules. Welcome, Abraham and Sami. So Sami, tell us, what does biological diversity mean and why should we care about it? Thank you, Susan, for having me today. Um, uh, biological diversity or biodiversity uh, really entails uh, issues around the number of uh, and variety of organisms that can be found uh, within a specific region. Uh, so the short of it is actually that, uh, but, but really if you want the kind of the scientific definition uh, for biodiversity, it really entails the totality of genes, species, ecosystems, and ecological processes in a region. Um, so, so that is the kind of the elements we, uh, we, we talk about when you're thinking about biodiversity. So it's, it's hierarchical, it, uh, we, we, we think about genetic diversity, we think about species diversity, we also think about ecosystem diversity uh, and the process diversity. So it, these elements, all of them uh, in a compositional way then uh, really comprises uh, what we mean by biodiversity. Um, so why should we actually care about biodiversity? In my sense and in my area of work, uh, where we work with trees, it is really amazing because uh, trees do provide a, a very important role when you're talking about diversity. As a reservoir for uh, really hosting a host of uh, organisms, indigenous trees uh, can be a reservoir for more than 300 organisms uh, and also really provide critical uh, function, especially on uh, medicinal values. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, value in terms of maintaining that diversity of trees, uh, but also uh, sustaining our production systems, especially when thinking about food production systems, by provi providing pollinator values uh, that really help uh, uh, livelihoods and, and landscapes to, to, to thrive. So our livelihoods uh, does depend a lot on biodiversity, and we see our farmers, especially in the tropic, depending on a wide variety or a wide diversity of species, over 3,000 uh, trees, species, shrubs, palms, learners really that provide essential products, services, uh, and income sources uh, for, for communities uh, and, and farmers. Oh, thank you, Sami. That's interesting. You mentioned genetic diversity. 
How does that differ from biological diversity? Uh, so really, uh, genetic diversity is, is the building blocks for species diversity. So we are talking about uh, genetic diversity being really uh, about the variability of genetic information in the system. So we are thinking, when we're thinking about genetic diversity, it can be intraspecific diversity, uh, so, so diversity within species and between species. Uh, and the source of the, the uh, and the sum of the total genetic information expressed by by, by genes of individuals. Um, so so really, uh, there can be many individuals within a species um, uh, that really provide uh, the species diversity. So it is the building block of of species uh, diversity, and then of course uh, biological diversity. Okay, and now let's see what this really means. And now I turn to Abraham. Uh, Ethiopia has embarked on one of the globally most ambitious programs on forest landscape restoration with a commitment to restore more than 20 million hectares of degraded forest landscapes by the year 2035. That is just 14 years away. Abram, can you tell us how C4 Aircraft's research is supporting this ambition? Thank you, Suzanne. Yes, uh, Ethiopia is aiming to restore more than 33 million hectares of agricultural and forest land by 2035. And a major component of uh, this uh, vast amount of land will be restored by using trees. However, to achieve this objective, uh, there are uh, challenges which C4 Recraft is trying to help the country because uh, this is a vast area of land. It requires the use of uh, many tree species and a large amount of seeds uh, at the same time. Uh, not only that, uh, the supply of broad spectrum of genetically diverse, healthy and productive uh, tree species and uh, tree seed is generally, it is non-existent and not easily available. Even the existing uh, traditional supply uh, program of the country, tree seed supply system of the country, uh, depend on relatively few species uh, most of the species are unknown of uh, genetic diversity, origin, and with sufficient knowledge on adaptation to site conditions and adaptability to climate change. Therefore, here comes the uh, intervention, the PASPO. PASPO is an acronym for the provision of adequate uh, tree portfolio to support uh, forest landscape restoration in Ethiopia. It is a five-year project supported by the uh, Norwegian International Climate and Forest Initiative uh, through the Royal Norwegian Embassy in Addis Ababa. Uh, C4ECRAF through PASPO is trying to approve these challenges by establishment of new seed sources and strengthening existing seed sources, assisting in the mobilization of genetic resources, conservation, breeding, adaptability, and identifying deployment zones of uh, genetic materials through institutional capacity building in terms of human power, uh, upgrading the existing system, and uh, re-engineering the uh, organizational setup of the seed sector, uniting species-specific knowledge for most species and uh, upgrading infrastructures. In general, at PASPO, we focus on uh, indigenous tree species, but it is somehow difficult to focus on only indigenous species because uh, most of our uh, uh, key partners are uh, forest enterprises which need uh, 
fast-growing exotic species like pinus and eucalyptus, there should be a compromise between the demand of the different key partners like the Biodiversity Institute, Ministry of Environment and Forest, and other uh, conservation groups' interest will be accommodated in our prioritization process of tree improvement, conservation, and uh, seed source establishment processes. Oh, very interesting to see how um, this research is being applied. Sami, tell us, over the years, C4 Acraf has developed a wide range of resources to support the better use of tree species for the benefit of both humans and the environment. Can you tell us about some of these resources and how they can be applied by organizations and governments implementing restoration projects? Um, thank you, Susan, for that question. Um, uh, as a re repository of knowledge, uh, C4 Acraf has indeed developed a number of uh, knowledge resources. And currently we have the Global Tree Knowledge Platform um, that is concerned uh, with assembling all the knowledge that there is about trees to, to really support better use of tree species uh, to promote the right trees in the right place uh, for the right purpose. Uh, and really with the aim of bringing uh, benefit uh, to, to human and the environment. So the platform can be used uh, by policymakers, tree planters, restorationists, uh, and anyone else really interested to really use the resource and put trees on the ground. So there is, uh, of course, a present lack of knowledge uh, about tree species and use, and uh, there are also issues around people relying on exotic, like just uh, what Abraham mentioned, which also leads to issues and problems of invasive species taking over habitats, and communities losing their genetic diversity of native species uh, or indigenous species, really with also associated uh, knowledge that comes with these species. So we have a number of uh, resources developed by C4ECraft uh, to really uh, mitigate this problem. And for Africa, for instance, we have the vegetation maps for Africa that has been developed characterizing all the indigenous species and uh, vegetation types uh, within Africa. So that really helps planners, uh, restorationists, extension staff uh, to really use the resource uh, to identify the right species that can actually be restored uh, in specific niches uh, without really uh, going for uh, fast growing uh, or eventually ending up uh, with problems of invasives. All right, so we're actually winding up. Um, as we close, Abraham and Sami, what message do you have for the listeners out there? Thank you, Susan. Um, uh, I think it's very critical for really uh, our listeners to, 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 to really, and policymakers also to reflect, uh, especially on the role of diversity and especially in the area of uh, tree development and, and its contribution to biodiversity, uh, because really we don't know um, uh, which species will be valuable in the future. Um, so the importance of really conserving the available genetic resources uh, and then the knowledge that goes with it uh, so it's, it's critical to, to, to really uh, think about uh, the conservation uh, of some of this uh, genetic diversity that we have uh, and support to some of the work that we do uh, with, the, with the gene banking and really trying to uh, restore some of the species within their own habitat. The impact of uh, invasive species in ecosystem can be really heavy uh, to, to some of our countries that are already struggling with uh, development issues. Um, so there's a major benefit that we can gain by actually helping uh, maintain uh, or conserve uh, some of our uh, indigenous uh, species. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sami. Um, Abraham, 
Okay, thank you, Susan. I want to add a couple of pointers. The first point is one of the major interventions in uh, the passport project is the breeding seedling or charges, and the acronym is BSO. These are uh, new approaches, new technology for Ethiopia, and I hope uh, it will be new for other countries in Africa. Uh, breeding seedling or charges have the combined objective of achieving genetic diversity, tree improvement, and seed orchard establishment in one go. It is uh, the easiest way and relatively cheaper way to get reasonable output with reasonable investment of expertise and uh, uh, finance. I think through uh, these establishments, we can uh, satisfy our seed demands. Uh, we can have a genetic conservation with proper design and establishment of uh, BSOs. And we can get uh, seed or charges which can supply the uh, demanded seed. There is a huge opportunity to implement BSOs in other African countries, provided that there is additional funding, a specific technical knowledge. Therefore, my message is BSOs can be a good approach uh, for countries uh, which have uh, similar ambitious uh, strategies to restore large-scale uh, forest landscape or agricultural land in the next 14-15 years. Thank you. Right. Thank you very much, Abraham. And to our listeners, that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe on the link provided. See you all in the next episodes and do keep safe, everyone. Bye.